You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed. Welcome back, ladies. And today we're going to really get into a positive aspect of you know, how to deal with, work with, and understand anger. Um, you know, hope and help exist. Number one, the spiral can be reversed. That's huge in and of itself, just to know that. You know, this all that I'm going to, the next few points that I'm going to talk about, they result in healing. What kind of healing? They result in spiritual, emotional, and even physical healing. The second thing about hope and help You know, the cure is lasting forgiveness. When we seek the Lord in trying to handle and get rid of our anger, it is a fix unlike anything the world can offer. And it lasts. It's true. Number three, you must take responsibility for your own choices, actions, and responses. You know, the world wants to get to a root, but it's often a root to blame someone else. You know, why are you the way that you are? Where did this start? Who did something to you? And while those are great questions and at times we need to answer them, it also often takes off the need or the true um, responsibility of saying, it was my fault, blame me. You know, I did this. I made this choice. I acted this way. And maybe something in my life started me off on this path but I am the one who made these choices to get me where I am today. And that is so, so important for healing is just even admitting that, taking that responsibility. The fourth thing here is you must repent of your own sin in regard to anger. You've got to go to the Lord and say, Lord, uh, you know, I want to blame others and such, um, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you that I am sorry for my own anger. I chose to do this. Would you please help me rid my life of it? Would you please help me to, you know, be able to respond properly in the future and not be an angry person? And then number five, you must ask forgiveness of God and man. You've got to be honest, be real, but make things right in your life. Um, Sometimes you think, or you might say, Miss Angie, the person's gone. I can't contact them or they passed away. In those cases, obviously still go to God, but it can be very healing if you write a note as if you were talking to that person and you don't need to make it a book, but you know, writing a note saying, I know you're not here anymore, but I am choosing right now to forgive you. And after you're done with that note to rip it up and throw it away or in a safe manner, you know, maybe burn it, um, discard of it and realize that it's under the blood, you gave it to the Lord, you forgave that person, and you're going to move on. You know, what does the Lord's word, what does God's word say about anger? Um, I've got some kind of statistics here and numbers, but it really was eye-opening for me when I wrote it all out and kind of looked into some things. I thought, wow, it's in the word of God more than I realize. You know, there's those verses that are famous, you know, you know, um, oh, I just lost it in my head, but, um, you know, 
be angry and sin not, um, you know, not to be friends with an angry man. We have a couple ones that maybe we've memorized, but I was really surprised at some of this information. So listen to these things. There are 40 illustrations of people getting angry in the Bible, 40 of them. Of those 40, there are 18 times that their anger is directly attributed to a broken expectation. So look back on our study that we've been doing into these little series that we were talking about broken and unmet expectations. Here, 18 times those stories in the Bible was all about that. That means that 45% of the time that someone got angry in the Bible, it was over broken expectations. You know, eight times or 20% of the time, their anger was because of their own pride being hurt. You know, those times where people may not even know it, but here I got angry because my pride got in the way. And then five of those 40 times, or 20% of the time, their anger was because of their own, excuse me, just repeated the same one. Five times, or 12.5% of the time, it was because someone else acted prideful and it caused anger. So you saw someone else's pride, you know, just sometimes, like we said, dripping all over them. You could just, you know, they were full of pride and it ended up causing you anger, but it was someone else's. Very interesting. Then four of those 40 times or 10% of the time, the anger was a result of an injustice that was done to someone else. Very interesting to me, because that one you think would be higher, um, which is sad because that means that we get angry over pride and myself versus an injustice, which should rather be at the top. The remaining direct illustrations of anger related to greed, betrayal, provocation, and actually learning anger from being around an angry person. So that was just a tiny, tiny little fraction of it. Um, You know, anger is not something that is done to you. Anger becomes, excuse me, it comes from inside of you. And it may be that the outside pressures that you're around merely revealed it. The heart of every problem, maybe you've heard this, is a problem of the heart. So what are we to put on? Now, these are some things that you've heard. Maybe you've even memorized them, but they are so helpful. And it's not just for one situation in general in my Christian walk, but directly working with anger. These things to put on will change your life. The first one, mercies, you know, being merciful to someone, which means that they deserve a punishment or a consequence, but you're deciding to say, you know what, I'll take care of it, or I'm going to erase it. You don't owe it. You don't have to do it. You know, being merciful, just like the Lord Jesus Christ has been merciful to all of us. It's in our own will to do that for someone else. Then we've got kindness, you know, gentle, good acts. When we're an angry person, that's the last thing I want to do is something good for someone else. Before long, we can review everything in our life through the lens of anger. We can go to the grocery store and be angry and be impatient. Oh, this took so long. I don't know what's wrong with that grocery teller. Then we go to, you know, maybe a restaurant for a special occasion. Oh man, this food was cold. Man, that waiter, them, they're terrible. They're not getting a tip. 
you know, and then we're on the way home, we're driving and we think someone cut us off or didn't turn their blinker on. Man, they're a terrible driver. We walk in the door. Man, that dog is lost. You know, everything in our life will become tinted with our anger. That's how we will view things. And we will, again, the last thing will even cross my mind is to be gentle and to have a kind heart towards someone. Another one to put on is humbleness of mind. You know, having humility, even in my thoughts, am I thinking of others rather than myself? Am I putting myself last or do I need to be at the front of the line? Do I have to be the first one? Um, Do I have to serve myself first? The next one is meekness, which is humility and action. You know, having the power, you know, to take control, to handle situation. But you stop and with wisdom and with meekness decide, you know, I'm just going to kind of step back and let someone else handle this. Or I'm going to be humble in the way I even act in this situation. The next thing to put on is long suffering. Oh, that one does not sound good, does it, ladies? (laughs) Having patience, you know, suffering long. You can just reverse the, the word there. Are we willing to wait a matter out? Are we willing to... You know, go through a period where, man, this this hurts or this doesn't feel good, but I'm going to let God have control and I'm going to, as, you know, it talks about in the Old Testament um, in Ruth and Naomi tells Ruth, you know, let's see how the matter will fall. I love that. Meaning we're going to put in God's hands and we're just going to see how he, you know, this whole thing plays out. Uh, the next one to put on is forbearing one another to put up with. <laughs> Sometimes you can even say, I've put up with you long enough. I've put up with this, you know, with the kid, this disobedience long enough or, but to put up with maybe someone's irritating personality or someone who's struggling with their own, you know, things that trip them up and they're just not getting through it, but forbearing it for the sake of the Lord, not, not, you know, allowing blatant sin it's not that but you know giving somebody some growing time allowing somebody to grow in the lord and having that forbearance for them the next one is forgiving one another so the first few are like oh that's not too bad and then we get a little bit deeper here but you know to pardon to deliver someone from something that they owe Um, forgiving someone for something that they've hurt you for When we do that, it's amazing how that can dissolve that anger, how it can give a peace in your soul that you cannot buy with money. Um, We need to practice thankfulness, ladies. Count your blessings. If I were to tell you right now to do an exercise, to write on a piece of paper, all the negative things in your life. Man, we could fill that thing up pretty quick, I think. Also, on the backside, why don't you go ahead on the same piece of paper and write down maybe some prayer requests or, you know, things that need to be fixed and, and um, prayed for in life. But if I were to say, take a whole new front and back piece of paper and fill it up with nothing but things that you're thankful for. It's very sad because in this exercise, which I've tried, had some ladies and tried before, it actually is a pretty short list often. And it's sometimes, you know, my salvation, my kids, my family, my home, my vehicle, my Bible, you know, my job. And it can kind of stop there. But that's just a few lines. You know, when's the last time we thank the Lord for wind? 
I love wind. Now, obviously, a windy day can be irritating, but, you know, the sound of wind. Have you thanked the Lord for nature's music? I love the sound of water, like a rippling brook, a waterfall, a wave. What about the sound of wind through the trees? I love when you're higher up in the mountains. You can really hear the tree, the wind going through the trees, um, and you can smell maybe the the pine, you know, trees and different things. Um, have you thanked the Lord for the sound of birds, um, for you know, a pet, for being able to move your fingers? If we didn't have them, that would definitely be on the prayer request side. But if we thank the Lord that we have fingers and that they open, they close, they help us eat and get ready. Do we thank the Lord for, for feet, for toes? You know, you have your appendix out and you're very thankful that, you know, for the times it didn't hurt or, you know, you have any kind of abdominal surgery and while you're like, wow, Lord, thank you that for stomachs that work and abdominal muscles and, you know, even skin, uh, you get a bad sunburn and, oh, you're reminded of your skin. Do we thank the Lord for things that aren't obvious? That's a thankful heart. You know, thanking the Lord for someone else's answered prayer request. Thanking the Lord for a friend, for a good church, for um, your, you know, your history, your own testimony. Even if it's in your eyes was bad, thanking the Lord that he's brought you where you are today. Uh, thank you, the Lord, for technology. If it were not for technology, we couldn't be doing this study from wherever you're listening to wherever I am. Um, you know, different things that happened during COVID kind of forced us into some of that. But man, it's been a great advancement to be able to, you know, get some Bible studies out there, to be able to encourage some people. Ladies, are we thankful people? Do we thank the Lord, you know, for water, for for food, for even things like salts or seasonings and maybe whatever, your favorite season. Maybe you like basil or maybe you like fennel or dill or, you know, you, garlic. It seems silly or petty. But have you ever thanked the Lord for that seasoning? It's interesting. I've thanked the Lord for salt before. And just like certain something, not a lot of it, but just a dash. But what about my favorite seasoning? God created it, ladies. Why haven't we thanked him for it? Things like that. Take a piece of paper. I really challenge you. See if you can fill up front and back so full that you're even filling in the margins. Because once you get on a roll... And you get to the point where you're thanking the Lord for sand or for, um, you know, rocks and for seasoning uh, and for heat and for cool and for wind. When you start, it's funny, sometimes your brain will start going and you can just really fill in a paper. See how long or how hard it is for you to fill out front and back piece of paper with things that you are or could be thankful for. It'll open your eyes that, wow, this was harder than I thought. But then at some point you're like, wow, that was more fun than I thought. That was, that was, that was good. I feel good afterwards. I think in all these things that I can thank God for, um, you know, read and meditate on the word of God, bring to mind verses when you are tempted to anger, um, you know, memorize them, but memorize the verses to talk about dealing with and conquering it. I challenge you to sing and listen to spiritual songs, godly music, Godly songs change the heart and the thoughts. There is no denying it. It's amazing. Scripture songs, songs about the Lord, 
it can really, really pull you out of a place where you are about to enter that was not good for your soul. Also, witnessing to others about Jesus Christ and praying for others. Ladies, that will pull you right out of being angry. If you get angry and you feel like the situation really upsets you, grab some tracks from your church and go pass them out in a neighborhood. Maybe you don't want to talk to people or you're shy or it's not, you know, you're you're nervous about it. Just leave it on the door. You don't have to knock. You know, give it to the grocery teller, to the bank teller. Um, You know, pass them out around town. And it's amazing how maybe you do have to talk to someone because you're, you know, getting your order and you just say, it's, it's good to say it's an invitation to church. But it's excellent to say, here, read this on your break. It will encourage you. It's amazing. People take it right and left when you word it that way. And they're like, wow, thank you. Wow, that's really nice. Um, Witnessing and getting the gospel out is very selfless. And the Lord will bless your spirit for it. Do a word um, study on things like, you know, anger and joy and rejoice and thank, thankful or thank you, um, thankfulness. Um, you know, do your words usually stir up or do they calm down others? That's a very, very good question. And I'm going to leave you on the conclusion of this whole study on anger and what we need to do to have victory through the Lord with four scriptures that I want you to look up and memorize, maybe write down somewhere in your, um, you know, around your place. And I'm not going to read them to you. I want you to look them up. The first one is Proverbs 1632. Proverbs 1632. The next one is Ecclesiastes 7.9. Ecclesiastes 7.9. The third verse is Proverbs 12:16 Proverbs 12:16 And the last one is Proverbs 19:11 Proverbs 19:11 Look these up ladies and as well as the other scriptures we've mentioned But I'm going to be praying along with you and praising the Lord but thanking him and asking him for the victory he's going to give in each and every one of our lives on this study from anger and how we can be different ladies than ever we just ever imagined all because you know someone put together some study looked up some definitions and we used the word of god to show me that wow i need to get a hold of this i need god to have you know to help me with victory and ladies i know it's possible there is hope there is help through the lord jesus christ Thank you for joining me today for our Refresher Ladies Podcast. I hope that you have been blessed and will go about your day with rejoicing. For more information or any questions, you can find our ministry online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.